Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about inauthentic aura colors and the reasons why you may wear one from time to time. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, you know what? I think I'm wearing an inauthentic color today, and it's not green. All right. What is that? I feel I might be wearing inauthentic pink. No, 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 just kidding. No, I think I might be wearing inauthentic yellow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me tell you why. Okay. 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 So, so sometimes I'm like in a go-between, mm-hmm. you and, and people, to, you know, like let's say for a quick confirm. Mm-hmm. And they'll send a picture. And again, you're just doing a quick confirm. You're not diving deep into the, the energy and yeah. or like a full reading would be. And when they – you know, I tell them to just snap the, the selfie right then and there. That, mm-hmm. you know, and, but nobody listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scott. Story of your life. It's like, you know. Victim blue. Right. Because at the end of the day, two people are going to see this photo. Me, who's going to send it over to you. Yeah. And you. And yeah, I know. Some people like are like, I have to do my makeup. Right. You don't have to do my makeup. And, and right. we don't care. We, we truly don't care. Oh, no. No. So, but, you know, sometimes they'll send the picture. Let's say, just for an example, they'll send the picture of themselves, you know, a week ago at work. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or they might send it. Two weeks ago when they took a family vacation. Right. So the problem with that, that I'm finding, and you probably find this too, obviously, is that they might be wearing that color in the photo. So meaning if they're, let's say the work photo, let's say they wear yellow at that at work. Mm -hmm. So that photo that they sent in, they're going to be, let's say, yellow blue. Yeah. That's why, like, and I've grown doing this and now I realize, don't give me a crop photo. Like, or a crop photo. Like sending a picture, you're with a bunch of your girlfriends or whatever and, and, oh, well, I'll just crop out everybody else and put me, you're probably, your aura is going to be affected by everyone around you or like you said it at work or if you're having a day or something's going on. Right. Sometimes those things can affect you, but not everybody knows if their energy is affected or not, because you might one feel normalized by what you're feeling or two, you might not understand what it feels like to hold an inauthentic aura color, you know, but the more, you know, the more you sense it. Exactly. And and that's what this episode will help you with. But, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, again, so with those pictures, and that's why I brought this up because a lot of people were just asking about Mm -hmm. that. Oh, okay. Well, because again, you're just seeing that photo. They're not there in person. You're not talking to them. Mm -hmm. You're just seeing that one photo of them. So you're just getting that snapshot of that time. Yeah. So anyway. People wear colors. Like you have your core authentic aura colors. Some of you are more complicated than others. You know, some people are just always themselves. Some people wear inauthentic aura colors. It's, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Now I myself have never wore an inauthentic color, but have you ever wore an inauthentic color? I have to watch myself with inauthentic yellow on me. So I, you know, you've known me a while, Scott. Yes. Um, <laughs> you used to call me the psycho student. Right. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. in undergrad and grad school, I was crazy. And and I'll say this too. Sometimes you have to wear a color to get through something. I 100%, if I went back to school today in, in any sort of scholastic capacity, I'd probably put on inauthentic yellow. It's just how the only way I know to get through school that kind of stuff. And I would, but I knew I could drop it. It, Even before I had this language, um, I knew it's like, all right, I'm going to be like this. I'm going to be this way. And then 
during the, when the semester's over, I'm going to drop it and be myself. So what that looked like for me was a hundred percent focus and authentically doing everything a hundred percent inauthentically, but getting it done. Right. And then as soon as the semester was over, it was like, whoa, party, sleeping, whatever. I was going all purple on myself, like to overcompensate or make up for it or go totally indigo hermit or something okay. like that. Now, and then I went in, the, the problem came is after I graduated, I went into work and now I'm like inauthentic every single day. Did you, did you know that at the time? I saw yellow in my aura, but like I didn't, this is before the podcast. This is before like diving in. Like I would see all these things and they existed before I spent time putting language to it, you know, but I knew there was something wrong with me. And then when I had Brie, I was putting all that inauthentic aura color, that inauthentic yellow towards motherhood. And I am not an, an expert or anything. This is my story. I'm not saying this is anybody else's thing. I really feel that contributed to my postpartum depression that I had. I was diagnosed with, I was diagnosed with OCD. You remember I was right. diagnosed with that, um, from a psychiatrist. And I, truly believe that for me personally that had to do with my inauthentic aura color because when i started understanding all this better and dropping it and being like hey wait a second i don't have to do i don't have to approach everything so inauthentically like motherhood doesn't have to be oh my gosh you know i gotta get through it. i gotta pass i gotta like whatever my inauthentic issues were the thought that i had to do something differently than who I authentically was. Once I understood that, I calmed down. That's the thing with inauthentic aura colors. Like you wear them when you don't feel you can do something as yourself. So really it's kind of a slap in the face to yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is actually fascinating. And I used to, yes, I used to, and now, yeah, I used to call you like, what did I call you? Psycho student or something? You're a psycho student. Psycho student. And And I couldn't understand it. Like, because I was the exact opposite. I was probably the worst possible student ever. I mean, I've already told people on the podcast I got a point nine my first semester of college. Oh my god! <laughs> At a one point one the second semester of college, but yeah, I, I never under, like I, I didn't understand. Like I couldn't get like why you couldn't like take a break or why yeah. couldn't we just go out that night without you doing that homework or whatever. Right. Or studying for that test or, and I didn't understand it. Now I would understand it. I didn't even know who I was. Yeah, so. Like looking back at me as a student, none of you would even recognize me. I was like the one raising my hand. I was like asking questions. I was the leader of every single group I was in. Yeah. I were. was always the lead. If there was a group project, I was like, oh crap. Because I had to be the... I just did. I was obnoxious. I was like the one like, hey, are you going to get that done on time? Or do I want to do that for you? Like I was not me <laughs> and all the yellows <laughs> were my really good fr- friends yeah, in class friends i was yeah. friends with all the yellow auras because they were like oh yeah you can be in our group and oh yeah and and i liked them because they got all their work done they weren't like slackers you know like i wasn't friends with other purples i was friends with all the <laughs> yellows and but yeah but it it wasn't me you know it, it wasn't me it was just and listen i did great in school and it got me through it um, but then the, the good thing about schooling is there were breaks, but then when I applied it to my actual career, it's like, yeah. oh, there's no breaks. I can't, right. And then motherhood, there's no oh, breaks. So yeah. you can't, it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. It wasn't sustainable for me. All right. Well, 
question for you. Yeah. Okay. So question for you. Question for you. People do remember that episode. <laughs> question for like you. A, there's like four people that'll be like. No, all the time. Uh, I, I get that all the time. Question for you. Question for you. All right. Well, question. And I actually, I do that now. You I, do it? No, you did time. it before. Did I? Yeah. I just no. pointed it out. Oh. Well, now I do it all the time on purpose. Question for you. But anyway, okay. So here, this is my question for you. <laughs> And no, this is and, okay. No, I'm just actually, I'm just really curious here. Yeah. I got the curious yellow going on. Question for you. Yeah. <laughs> so here, okay. So here's the question. Right, everyone's like, come on, ask the question. Yeah, just ask it. Ask the question, man. All right. So, okay. So you're saying you wore this inauthentic color. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I've also had, you know, times where things, you know, I was acting crazy, whatever, you sure. know, whatever you want to call it. That's a bad term for it, but, you know, couldn't get things together. Sure. How come. And I don't know if you know the answer to this. How come certain people wear it as an inauthentic color? Like yeah. you wore it as an inauthentic yellow, mm-hmm. but I still never had an inauthentic color when I was going through crap, you know, to get through stuff. We Remember when we did the episode, Are You Too Much? Is Your Aura Too Much? Yes. I want to say it's episode 127. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope I'm right. Yeah. But it was called, Is Your Aura Too Much? Some people go that way. Okay. So some, like, you're red-blue, right? Right. I notice with you, you'll, like, like, go one or the other. Like, really okay. super red. And the blue is, like, hiding in a corner or something. Okay. Or opposite. Um, so one color just kind of yeah, takes over the other yeah. color. Some people, instead of building... And you can do both. Hey, <laughs> you can feel like a potpourri of aura symptoms. Yeah. Um, I, myself... Lately, instead of putting on inauthentic colors, I'll just be too indigo sometimes. And I just hermit the heck out of life instead of facing things. But yeah, um, sometimes you might go into an imbalance. Okay. And sometimes you might just go into wearing an inauthentic aura color. Okay. It just depends like what's going on. And I'm going to talk about this too, but sometimes you know you're wearing an inauthentic energy. But it's more kind of with the self-awareness, it's less harmful to you. So you're like, all right, when I go to work, I'm managing this office. When okay. I manage the office, I got to be more organized so, than I typically am. So here's my question. Another yeah. question for you. Yeah. So n- now the people that listen to this podcast, you know, a lot of people have been listening for years now. Mm-hmm. How, let's say you see that in your significant other. Yeah. Okay. So you, you oh. know, like, and like, how do you tell, like, you know, if you came to me and said <laughs> right now, Scotty, your, your red's way off the charts. I'd be like, yeah. yeah, okay, let me turn that down a notch or your blue is way too blue. Let's come on. Let's get that red picked up. Yeah. But that's me because, uh, you know, I'm spiritually awakened and, you know, <laughs> I, I'm in all this stuff, you know. You're like an, yeah. a guru, really. I'm a guru. I'm pretty much a guru. <laughs> right. But what, what if you have a, a new, let's just say a new boyfriend. Right. And, you know, you've been listening to the podcast for, let's say, years and you know what's wrong with this person. <laughs> like, you know, like, your red, like, I know what's wrong your with red you. is way too off or, you know, your, your green is not. The way it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you like approach someone? Like, what do you tell them oh, without them a, like screaming at you? Yeah, it's a great question. It really depends on the person whether they're going to get defensive or not. Yeah. If they're going to get defensive, we'll start there. So, if you have, let's say, your green or a partner um, is going too green on you, and you can tell that they compartmentalize and they shut down, right? Um, and you're feeling really disconnected emotionally from them. Going up to them being like, hey, you're green. I listen to this podcast and this lady, she's, you know, she's, you're green and you're not like, that's probably not going to work with that person because they're going to be like, okay, you truly are nuts and da, 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 da. So my suggestion is role model it. And by role modeling it, I mean, 
saying your experience and using I pronouns in order to talk about it um, and getting vulnerable. So my advice is instead of telling somebody what's up with them, unless they're really super duper open to it and this is cool and they're, they're into it and they like all this kind of stuff. If they're not like that and they're more kind of standoffish about it. You can tell they're not going to take it the right way. You can just, you know, pick a great moment. Maybe you're in the car road trip or you're having a nice time. You can be like, you know what I noticed about myself? Um, and then just start talking about your own experience. Like I notice when I go to work or when I'm in school or, or I noticed in other, in times in my life, I've been really, and then go into something that's really been for you. And now that I grow into myself more, I realize that those are more coping mechanisms that I used, or maybe even you could call them energies I would wear to get through something, but aren't exactly my energy. And, and, you know, and explaining it that way, I okay. feel like can get the other person, they're more vulnerable because now they're listening to you and they're like, oh, it's interesting. And they might even give you like, yeah, I noticed that with you too, X, Y, Z or whatever. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then you can, well, what do you think? Do like, do you, does that make sense? Did you ever do that? You know, and just get them to start naturally and organically talking about themselves. So it's okay. more like keeping the conversation fun and open and light and about you right? and letting them make the insights themselves about themselves. Okay. That makes Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the other thing you could do is more simple. Yeah. You should have like a, let's say it's a new boyfriend, a prerequisite. <laughs> so before you even go out on the first date, you say, okay, you have to listen to three episodes. You pick which three episodes of KYA, listen to these. If they still come around for that first date, and they've left a review, you know they're good. Or just send them the quiz. <laughs> just send them the knowyourora.com right. quiz. All right. So if they're, if they're open to that stuff, you know. But yeah. all right. That was just making fun. But all right. Let's do a quick ad, and then we'll come back. We're going to do Inauthentic Celebrities. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. You, you know Inauthentic Yellow? Yeah. Now, I, you're not a student anymore, but you know no. where it does come out? Where? Airports. Oh, you my God. are so Inauthentic Yellow. When we go to airports. I am so anxious. I you have, are. I know. I can't, like, I can't, I almost can't handle it. I just kind of shut no, down I know. and I just do my thing. I know. But you haven't been yet, you have lately been better because you've been using your base. Yes. yes. My weekender bag yes. and my sports sling. Those have helped me a lot. Airport anxiety for me is a real thing. I'm constantly checking my pockets for my ID or I'm forgetting the gate number even though I just looked at my boarding pass. I'm constantly stressed. But traveling with base, my bag has the function and the fashion to keep me calm, carefree, and looking cute. And looking you cute, too. Yes, I, I sometimes wear <laughs> You definitely wear yeah. the base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line base has your personal items covered right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash kya go to base travel.com slash kya for 15 percent off your first purchase that's base b-e-i-s travel.com slash kya Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Yeah, I, I know we just did the ad, but it is so... That, that is a good example, That is right? where the inauthentic level comes out. The, yeah. The, um, the airport. Yeah. It's, you, 
you really tense up. Then I get like all tense. I get like real red at the airport. Yeah. And I mean, especially going through the, the line where you got to take everything off. Yes. I can't. I hate that. Why? Well, control. Like, my shoe, it's my, the control. I don't want my shoes off. I don't want my belt off. They make me put my wallet on the conveyor belt. It's the same thing. Yeah. Forever. I don't even know why uh, you you expect anything else. Because you will. You're like the last guy to take off his belt. No, no. I wait till the last second. I know. It's weird. It's like, just do it. Like, first of all, I'm putting And then my, I get okay. stressed. My inauthentic yellow gets all like jumpy. Yeah, I'm like, take it jumpy. off. Take I'm, off your belt. Come I'm on. I'm at the airport seven hours early. You know, <laughs> That's how I am. I'm getting up at four in the morning to get like a 10 o'clock flight. <laughs> but early anyway. is on time. On yeah, time okay. is late. No, but you know what it is? It's like, well, think about it. It goes against when you're putting all your stuff on that conveyor belt. Yeah. It goes again. And sure, I know why they do it. We don't want to have anything happen. I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Safety. Right. I get it. But, Those poor TSA people. Yeah. But think about it. You're putting every... Like, let's say you're going on a trip somewhere. I'm putting my, my wallet in there. It's got my ID. It's got my credit cards. Yeah. My, my wad of cash. My big wads of cash that I keep. Yeah. Mr. Big Mr. Box. Mr. Big Box right yeah. here. It's got it all there. <laughs> big wads of cash. 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 And I'm giving... I'm putting it off my person and i don't know when i'm going to get to the other side yeah. when some you know person could just take it right off the conveyor belt okay yeah so yeah, i get all i'm all red right now that's a red rant it. yeah you know, yeah red you red rant while i'm trying to get me and the kids all shoeless through the ts right. no wonder i'm in authentic yellow yeah you're having like a fight in your head about this and i'm like oh my god did yeah. you, you know but nobody's gonna steal your stuff how do you know that's my purple. One time my purple my one purple. time i truly thought someone stole my sunglasses oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, let's talk about making someone crazy. Uh, we <laughs> land in LA. You're like, they stole my sunglasses, Megan. <laughs> they stole them. I'm like, who wants your prescription half-inch thick Ray-Bans? <laughs> <laughs> Why would anybody steal your super-duper thick prescription <laughs> sunglasses? Do you know what You're like, they took them, Megan. They're, they're very flashy. You do know what it's like. They're desirable. Have any, uh, do you know what it's like going to LA without your sunglasses? They get you lots Everybody, of money on the eBay, Megan. <laughs> I was calling all TSA. I really thought they stole them. You know what it's like calling TSA? They yeah. don't care. They're well, like, uh-huh. Anyway, then we got back to the car, you know, parked at the at the airport. And I looked in, I think it was in, you know, the side pocket of the, uh, yeah. of the door. You just put them somewhere. And there they were. Yes. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Not really a segue, but yeah, speaking of inauthentic aura colors, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I have a theory and I don't know how tight this theory is. All right. How watertight this theory is, but here's my theory for okay. you. My theory is that celebrities that are wearing inauthentic aura colors tend to get more heat, you know, more heat yeah. from the collective than people, other celebrities doing the exact same things, wearing their authentic aura colors. Okay, so you're saying if I'm red blue and I'm doing my thing and I do something that I shouldn't have done, yeah, I'm not going to get so much heat for it because I'm re- I'm responding in a red blue. Yeah, way. like I I think if you're like a red a red person and you have an opi- you said something like loud and you have an opinion and you said something really assertive and you put it out there, everyone's like eh whatever. Right. But if you're like a blue person who does the same thing, that everyone's like oh that was mean. Yeah. Like that. Okay. So I think like that's, and my first example is Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady. All right. Let me say, I know who this person is. <laughs> all right. I have a feeling I'm not going to know some of these people today. Yeah. But, all right. So Tom Brady. Tom it, Brady's you, you've super green. green. Super green. He's super green and blue. Um, And this past season he was wearing red. Yes. And I never even care about football, 
like that's not the bills. So I was, I couldn't take my eyes off him. And I think a lot of us couldn't because he was in the news a lot. Yeah. And I, I yes. He, oh, during the season, this one I know, so I know a little bit about it. Yeah. Yes. He, it was an un, this past, I know it's like old news now, but it was an un Tom Brady like year. Yeah. I don't, did they make the, I don't know. I don't follow it. I don't, honestly, I don't follow it that much either, but I don't even know if they made the playoffs. Maybe they, they did. I don't remember, I don't think so. but he was always like breaking tablets on the sideline. Yeah. And he's having temper tantrums on the sidelines. He broke a tablet. He was yelling. He was like, yeah. Yeah. Not why you'd watch Tom Brady. Well, why did you like him in the past? Like what was the draw of the Tom Brady? Even if you weren't a fan, like what was the draw of him? I'll be honest. Okay. So, you know, all the people in Buffalo right now are about to come (laughs) to the house because we don't have an alarm system as we learned last (laughs) week, which we, we put in place this week, by the way. And they're about to, they're going to, you know, get me. So I don't, you know what it was about watching him play was he truly, he was robotic in his play, but he Mm -hmm. like knew, you know, like he was so in control of the game or something. Like he was like watching like a chess master move the pieces on on the field. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was fascinating to watch him play. Right. You know, I'm not, I was never a Patriots fan or Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he moved, Mm -hmm. moved to that team. But he was he was very interesting to watch play. There was another guy too. I don't know if many of our listeners know who this was. His name was Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I think he played he, sort of Colts, and he also was like kind of the same way. Okay, very like knew every per- person on the field. He's, I bet you he's green too. Yeah, uh, I don't he know if is. you know who he is, but and it was very interesting to watch them play. Yeah. Um, so the I'll, green part of him like was really interesting yeah, to you. Did, yeah. And then what did you see this year? And then this year it was, it was just like him being like a crybaby on the sidelines yeah smashing things not being able to go out on the next play and make the play rather just you know whine about why you didn't make the point fingers point fingers yeah i have another theory on this it's called the south florida theory oh yeah he moved to the south florida that is a good theory and you know he was i think he won the super (laughs) bowl he was throwing the trophy around yeah and i think he you know i don't know maybe he got a little inauthentic purple in there we we can blame florida if you want i'm blaming florida for this but but my thought, so my theory is like, there's so many other football players having temper tantrums on the sidelines. Right. And you just never hear about them. Now no. you could say, well, Tom Brady's super famous and they're not yeah. sure. But I do, there could be like, lots of things could be true. I think one of the things that's true is when someone's acting unlike themselves via, because he was wearing a lot of inauthentic red. Yeah. I feel like he was playing with his ego, you know, it was about kind of like trying to take back control of his narrative, all the stuff going on with his home life. He felt out of control and he was trying to take back control by being aggressive and stuff, which is not like him. I don't think as much he's more, uh, more calculated and, yeah. and strategic and he was acting inauthentic red about it. So it was more kind of like power trip or angry or whatever. So not that reds are like that. I mean, like when you wear an inauthentic aura color, you get like the superficial surface stereotypical traits of the energy color, not the, not the good stuff with it. Yeah. My point being, yeah, I think that if he had always been red and was always acting like that, nobody would have cared. Right. They would have been like, oh, that's just him. But because it's not, he got like more attacked. No, I, yeah, I agree. Like and people I, attack you when you don't act like yourself. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. And you know, throughout, I don't know. What changed, like, throughout his career, I never, maybe social media wasn't as big then. Mm. I, you never, like, saw any of that. Like, now yeah. you open it up and it's like, there's a story about him. Yeah. But it's not football related. And that uh. was never when he was playing yeah. with the Patriots. Like, I noticed that with more 
Is that happening? Quarterbacks Maybe now. that's happening Because Josh Allen. They do stories with him? Yeah. It's like, why, maybe that's why, a, okay, so maybe why is he in the a, news? Like, why does it have to, it's like, yeah, why can't it just be about football? Yeah. I don't want to know like, I don't want to know about, about your dating life. I no. don't care. No. Maybe people, I don't know. It, it could be a social media thing it too. Could, it could for be. For sure. They're looking for stories. Yeah, they could be. But maybe back then, Tom Brady didn't post on social media. Maybe now he does. Yeah. And that maybe I don't know if that's a that's like a more purple thing, right? Than a red thing, but yeah. I don't I don't know. He did have that like weird yeah, post did. on right. the beach, like when he I that think actually weird. retired. Yeah. And, and people went to that spot on the beach, like they figured out where it was and they were taking the sand from yeah. it. I know. I was one of those people. But... <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for outing me. It was you. But, yeah, it was me. I... Yeah, no problem. Okay, but <laughs> all right, so my other athlete example for this is tiger woods yeah he, he's a mess he's the <laughs> you know what uh, like okay, you okay, wouldn't okay. get canceled for saying something like that because you're red and that's just how you talk <laughs> like i feel like if i said that that would be mean well can i get canceled for this red brand i'm about to do oh here we go golf I just oh wanna... okay. my god yeah, yeah. i know I'm oh, going go off ahead. i i don't get golf i don't understand it all I... yeah okay. you're losing a lot of greens i, I know and watching golf i i I don't know how people even do it. I, I'm sorry. If you do like watching golf, that all the power to you. That's fantastic. Wonderful. But you're taking up just an area of land. Yeah. And then you're just making a hole somewhere like 300 yards away or it's, 400 it, yards away, um, putting a couple of hills in the middle, like it's man-made. A, it's a red rant, guys. So if and, you just want to go ahead 30 seconds, he'll be done by then. Yeah. And yeah, then keep you take going. a club and then you take this little tiny ball. And try to get it in this little tiny hole 400 yards away. Yeah. Who made that up? What is that? I don't know. Like, who could watch that? It's very green. So, (laughs) Tiger Woods is, like, the greenest of the green greens. Yeah. He's, like, when I see him, his aura is like a green bean. Like, he's so green. But past couple of years he's had an inauthentic red on him that is just really unnerving to see and then like like the whole driving under the influence the reckless driving the whole issues with his relationships and stuff i mean i feel like a lot of athletes have a lot of drama and they have a lot of stuff going on they have a lot of they're in the news for not always the best thing i think being a professional athlete can come with an intensity a lot of us don't understand but he and and maybe because he's one of the greats he gets like a lot of the same like tom brady like he's yeah. one of the greats but that inauthentic red i mean it's it's doesn't it un- it unnerves me more than other players who are other athletes that perhaps are doing similar things it's just like oh god you know yeah, more like I an mean, eye roll with him it's like oh yeah I, like it's scary yeah, it's yeah. like intense there's I like agree. a line that he's walking yeah, I agree. actually, if I saw like a story on Tiger Woods coming out, I just turn it off. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't. What do you like, think that's about? It, it is. It's like it's like so. It's like a really gross feeling. With yeah, him. like you know, he was a great golfer, and it feels like everything is tainted by his like off the field stuff. But they all have off the like all these athletes. I like know. if you look in, just pick one. Yeah, just seriously pick they one. Yeah, they I all yeah. have them. They all have them. And I read so many. I've read a lot of people who, without naming names, like a lot of people who have had relationships with professional athletes. And let me tell you, it is not easy to be married to a professional athlete. They are very, 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 you have to be an intense person to do that. So it's not like this is a rare thing, but I think because of an authentic aura color, it rubs people even more the wrong way. Yeah. 
And and why are we no, so yeah, yeah. concerned with preserving their legacies? That's the other thing. Like Tom and Tiger, it's like, oh, you're you're going against your legacy. You had such a great legacy. Now you're going against it. Like why? Like like why does their behavior take away from their legacy? I think that has something to do with inauthentic aura colors too. Okay, because there's some sort of taintedness you feel on their legacy, but really it has nothing to do with numbers are numbers. You know, like you go down in history, that's it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, no, there's definitely something to it. These that. are my theories. All right, let's do a quick ad, and then we'll do a couple more celebrities. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. You know, the other day I was watching Avatar, my new favorite show. We might even get on, into that at the end of the, the episode with Abby. And I kind of like was just sniffing. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? And <laughs> it was me. I'll admit it. It was me. So I got up. Got to my closet. Oh, that must have been a smell for yeah. you to actually move yeah, to, I don't, to remedy it. That's one. I moved. And then two, I don't have the greatest sense of smell. So, yeah. <laughs> and there's my Lumi. And I put it on and went back. And then I was watching Avatar with her again. I'm like, oh, I like that smell. I like how I smell. It, it truly does. I like the smell of it. It really yeah. does smell good. Lumi has a nice yeah. little Lumi scent. It's got a Lumi smell. <laughs> Lumi's a whole body deodorant, the first of its kind. And Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Your pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. Created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor up to 72 hours. How, you may ask? Well, unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free and paraben free and it's ph balanced for safe use below the belt lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers it comes with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice i recommend the mini body wash and the deodorant wipes and free shipping and as a special offer for our listeners new customers get five dollars off a lumi starter pack with code kya at lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code kya Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so we did our athlete examples. Now let's do some singer inauthentic aura examples. And the first singer, she's in some hot water right now. And you know this one because you hear her a lot around our house with me and the girls. We play this a lot. It's yeah. Lizzo. Oh, Lizzo. Lizzo's yeah. in hot water. Oh, this doesn't surprise you. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean... I think she even has that song that you guys sing all day long, like blame it on the juice or something. Yeah. What, what is that? What, you know, I have theories on that and I'm, you know, is, does, is, is she ever said, came out and said like, this is what the juice is? I don't know. I never looked into it. I think it's just kind of like her fabulousness. That's what it is. Because I don't know. It could be a lot of things. Yes, it could. Yeah. Maybe she needs Lumi. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I I, that's what I was thinking. I know what you were and, thinking. And I got my little Abby, you know, eight year old Abby going, blame it on my juice. You know, I what is that? It's yeah. a it's a fun song. No, so I everybody, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I have to calm down. All right. Calm. All right. Calm this down. This episode is filled we, with. We can't. Uh, a lot of red rants lot today. There's a lot of triggers for I think you. I'm, my red is growing. <laughs> and the blue is shrinking. This <laughs> well, episode. You, you gotta you gotta chill out okay. about the music of today. Okay. 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 So Lizzo, very popular, and you don't know what happened. So this is I like no in idea. a nutshell. 
um, her employee, some employees are alleging and brought up this lawsuit against her, alleging that she had a toxic work environment for them. Um, And just in a nutshell, like basically, I think it was like alleging that she was weight shaming them. She was being ableist, like religious harassment and just like sexual harassment and stuff, which is everyone's like, oh, Lizzo, because like she's so positive and everything. So we're like, what is it's like the opposite of everything that you hear about that you hear about or she stands for or whatever. And I have an, uh, you know, it's all alleged and everything, but I have an inauthentic aura explanation for this all right so lizzo's super super purple like she's extremely purple and i i can see with her she can put on like a little red from time to time and i think what happened was she was doing the inauthentic red thing in terms of dealing with her work people and you can't be their best friend like yay i'm purple and then all of a sudden be like i'm your boss do this don't do this right you know it's like because I think the employees didn't know, is do I have to participate in this activity that makes me uncomfortable? Am I going to lose my job? You know, do I, it's the blurring of the lines between professional versus friendship and whatnot. And I think, you know, she just, she would put on the red and act like okay. I'm the boss. I said so. But then purple, like, we're fun. I'm fun. This is great, right? This is great. And everyone's like really <laughs> confused. I mean, that's how I pick it up. And I think she's still having a hard time even seeing okay. that that's possibly what's going on. Like for me personally, and she's not the only singer that's ever been Well, here, okay. So let's now go this. back to your Tom Brady, Tiger Woods theory, yeah. which is that Tom Brady won the seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods won all the golf trophies you can win i don't know what the heck they're called but so here why are people going like you're, you're saying again lizzo we're yeah. gonna go after her with this but maybe someone else the same story they're not gonna go after her, yeah right? i think like why would Cher they... got this before oh, did, too yeah. so the... and i think like britney spears a lot i mean this is a long time ago got this before because they're wearing um, that in a i think it's color a couple things one they're your backup dancers for like a huge artist. I would assume there's going to be inappropriate things happening back. Like, just think about it. It's yeah. a very purple moment in okay. your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's a lot, like of, a lot of purple going on here. A lot too. of purple. This is a little too much purple. A purple fest. Yeah, yeah but... like if I was Lizzo and I was myself, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need an actual red aura person to manage everybody and make the lines. If I'm not good at making the lines, which I know I'm personally wouldn't be, I'd be, I need somebody to help me do that. Okay. You know, and I don't think she feels like she might need that. So she's just doing it inauthentically. Right. But, so, but they're and, coming for her. Right. But if we take, let's say JLo, mm-hmm. who I think is red, yes. purple. Yes. And we heard a story about her being nasty to her backup singers. We'd be like, oh, that's JLo. Well, I think that she'd, we'll be I like, think oh, that okay. she'd be the one saying it. Oh, yeah. I, I watched that <laughs> yeah, documentary yeah. about her yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. And she's like, I expect you to show up. She's actually right. really professional. She's like, I bring 100%. You do it too. Like, she is authentically red. Right. So her lines are real clear. You are right. working. Yeah. You are a dancer. Yeah. You do that again. We aren't friends. Right. You know, like, I respect you and this is a professional yeah. work environment, but we're not buddies. Like, I don't think she's partying with them after. Okay. You know, maybe she's getting cake with them or saying great job or giving right. hugs and high fives and stuff, but she's not going to yeah. these clubs like I think Lizzo's. She's not, you know, she's actually red though. Yeah. So being an authentic red and purple the way JLo is, I feel like she has... A way of doing it that's tough, but with okay. logic, and people can't come after as much. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because yeah. even her, like her husband Ben Affleck, who's made some 
some blockbuster movies, yeah. she's made him get a job at Dunkin' Donuts. And <laughs> did, did you see that? Yeah, that I saw skit? that. Work, a, you, that no, no, that's skit. not a skit. No, she was, she was serious. She's like, you know, you're not working on a movie? You're going to work at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that was a skit. And nobody gets mad about that. Did you feel like the truth in that? I felt the truth in that. Yeah. I, I feel like he has to go to work and make the donuts. We used to have this. Do you remember the line that you and I used to say to each other? There's truth in kidding. Yeah, truth in kidding. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. if anybody knows what we're talking yeah. about. There was like a skit with Jay, with uh, Ben Affleck yeah, working at Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts. That but was a maybe, great skit, though. Yeah, but maybe he's not really. But maybe, maybe. But you're saying like. I think it is. There's a it, message there from J-Lo right, to him. Because there's a writer strike now. Movie strike. <laughs> he's probably working at Dunkin' Donuts. He's like, you need to work. There's a drive-thru you could go to. And you'd find him. And our other example today of a singer with okay. inauthentic aura problems is Kelly Clarkson. Okay, oh, Mer- is, American Idol. Yes, you know for and she's yeah. got the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, yeah, she is purple and blue authentically, so she's really sweet, and you could tell she's really nice, and she sings a lot of songs about you know heartbreak. People really attach to her songs and stuff and whatnot. But she's going through this divorce with her ex-husband, who was a music producer, and it sounds like he got a pretty good financial deal out of it. And she's been wearing a little inauthentic red lately. And they're coming for her mm. because she's getting, she's pissed and she's bitter and she's angry. Like who wouldn't be after a divorce? I mean, that's kind of like sure. what you feel usually after a nasty divorce. You're going to be a little, it's not your best auric moment, but she's on TV and sending and anyways. So she, I guess was on her show and I saw the clip. It was like a Kellyoke segment where she sings a song and she was, she sang a popular song, but she changed the lyrics to slam her ex getting half and she changed lyrics around to slam them. Okay. And some people were like, yeah, Kelly, woo. And, and a lot of people were like, ooh, that's not a good look on you. Mm, that's a little okay. jaded. Mm, and I think it's because she's wearing red and she's actually voicing her angrier, but authentically as a purple blue. It's not exactly, okay. you know, her or whatever. Okay, good. And that makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. if you take someone like Taylor Swift, mm. oh, I don't want the Swifties coming after oh, me. Oh, watch what you say. Right. Our own when kids she, will come after yeah, you. I, I know. When she <laughs> sings songs like Dear John yeah. about her exes, <laughs> everyone, you know, pays $17,000 for a ticket to go see it. So, okay, your theory that is really true. makes sense. But that's very authentic to her. That's authentic to and, her. And right. she's, you know, that's just her. She's been yeah. doing it. She doesn't make apologies for it. She's been doing it from right. the beginning. Right. She sings about stuff that's happened to her, and she sings about her relationships. Yeah. People have come after her, of course. Yeah, but not But she's just to like, level. I can't sing about what happens in my life. Like, she's owned it, actually. Yeah. And that's what she's known for. Yeah. Yeah. And she's owned it. Yeah. You know, whereas Kelly's known for kind of not doing that. So... Or, or singing, you know, what I, I think it's really interesting with Kelly. Um, she, I'm sure like a lot of songs she's been open about singing about, um, her parents' divorce and how it affected her and things like that. I think people relate to that stuff a lot, but she's coming out with a new album and it's going to be very inspired by her own divorce. So we'll see how it lands with people. I, but I love this stuff. Like I love when artists are angry. I think those are the best freaking albums think about like jagged little pill Alanis morissette i'm aging myself think about like melissa etheridge uh, like her first albums like those are like the angry yeah. albums i'm like yeah yeah that's for me yeah. no those are good those are really good albums <laughs> those are all right. good ones all right let's take a quick break 
Hey, did um, hormone imbalance ever come up as a topic in your middle school health class? Yeah, mine either. But guess what? That is something as women we face. And I have had constant issues and it's gotten worse lately. I'm going to be honest with cramping, mood swings, like feeling majorly wiped out the year, the, the year. Oh my God. That's what it feels like. It feels like a year before my period, the week before my period. And then when I get my period, it's like, forget it. Don't, don't even like... I can't leave the couch for like three days. These are symptoms of a hormone imbalance. Yay. Well, guess what? This podcast is sponsored by Mix Hers, and I have been using it for three weeks now. And I am honestly telling you this, not just because they're a sponsor. This is the truth. I feel better. I feel more leveled out. That's the best way I can explain it. I My symptoms aren't as extreme. I feel I have more energy. I'm happier, like I'm less extreme with my emotions and I'm not as, I'm not, I can sleep better too, which is amazing for me. To put it simply, Mix Hers is a nutritional supplement that helps balanced hormones. It is a powder. I put it in my water and it tastes good and it's part of my morning routine now and I actually look forward to it. Um, Did you know that nutritional deficiency is the leading cause of hormone imbalance? That's why her time, which is what I take, delivers the exact nutrients. Hormones need to calm down, chill out, do their job, and help you feel your best. In addition to balancing hormones, I found it really lovely. You you can go over their website and take a look. They have a dozen products to support women's wellness. I mean, pre and postnatal supplements, menopause support, a libido booster. Mix Hers has the ideal supplement for every woman on earth. And you got to listen to this because this is important to me. Their products are produced with 100% natural ingredients. They don't use any artificial flavors, colors, or added preservatives, and all their products are gluten-free. So you've heard the buzz about Mixers. But this is your sign to give it a try. Mixers is giving 15% off site-wide for the month of August for their birthday sale, but you can get an additional $5 off with code KYA. That's mixhers.com slash KYA and use code KYA for an additional $5 off your first purchase. If you've been listening to the podcast a while, you've heard me talk about inauthentic aura colors. But I wanted to dive into that a little bit deeper because what does that mean? What does that mean when you wear an energy that's not yours? And today I wanted to talk about who you are versus what you do and where those two things cross and where they align and where they don't. So... Aura colors. Um, Aura colors are your energy projections of your authentic self, the energy signature of you, who you actually are. So when I see someone wearing an inauthentic aura color, it's just something I noticed. I noticed it when I was teaching. I would notice, okay, wow, you know, I've always noticed aura colors. You may heard me. You may have heard me tell this story. I was a teacher and and I've always seen aura colors, but seeing them when I was teaching, I was like, wait a second, wait a second. You know, that's when it really sparked. I'm like, there's purpose to this. I can do something with this. And I would differentiate my instruction based on the aura colors of the kids and whatnot. But kids all had aura colors that were very much themselves, very much authentic. But then when the parents would come in (laughs) for conferences and, and coworkers and, you know, adults, I'd be like, why? 
are they wearing colors on top of their colors? Like, why are they wearing energy colors that aren't there? It kind of looked like if you were wearing a great outfit, but you took put like a really ugly sweater on top of it. Like, that's what it looked like, but with energy. And so I started calling those inauthentic aura colors. And, and the crazy thing is, is like, when we wear inauthentic aura colors, it's it's the energy that you feel like you have to wear because you can't be who you're who you actually are and survive. So aura colors is who you are. And an inauthentic aura color is sometimes who you think you are. It's the energy you wear because deep down there's a subconscious belief that you can't survive life as you authentically are. And um, that's why now in my readings, especially more and more throughout the years, I ask for pictures of you when you were a kid. Uh, you know, I ask, I ask for different photos of you. Uh, so when I do a, a phone reading, I ask for photos and I ask for, all right, give me pictures of you with your family. Give me a selfie you take just for the reading. Give me a picture of you, I don't know, whatever state of life you're in. Because honestly, sometimes a picture of you at work and a picture of you at home are two different colors, especially if you're wearing an inauthentic aura color. So I like lots of pictures of people because then I can be like, I can get a, I can get that, I guess I can gauge it better if you are wearing inauthentic aura colors, why and for what purpose and for what reason. It just gives me, gives me that vision. It gives me that scope better. Even when I meet people in person for readings, I ask him like, hey, can I see like more pictures of you? Can I see a picture of you with your family? Because <laughs> that's always something. Can I see a picture of you? Or can I see a picture? Like whatever. Can I just see some more pictures? Because then I can see what your aura does in different situations. And sometimes I'll see you wearing these inauthentic aura colors a little differently. Sometimes I'll see you wearing energy colors that aren't yours. And to me, they look like little hats, like a little hat of color. <laughs> Um, and this is when you're wearing aura colors, like tools, they're borrowed energies. In this way, you know it's not you, but it's something that you have to do. And you don't confuse it with who you are, but you're still like tired of it. So I'll see people kind of wearing it in a more self-aware way when they're in school, for example. All right, I'm just finishing up school. So I got my yellow hat on or I'm managing the office right now. So I got my red hat on, my red aura hat on, even though I'm not red. I'll see people understanding that. The trouble is, is that sometimes you wear it for so long that you think that is you. And you start wondering, why aren't I a good manager? Why aren't I, or why aren't I whatever the thing I think I need to be? Why aren't I that way? And it's because you're wearing an inauthentic aura color. You're trying to force yourself to be something you're not. And instead of doing something in a way, we can all get the same tasks done. It's just the way you do it has to be authentic to you. And that's where aura colors come in. And inauthentic aura colors tend to come in where it's like, I can only be this way to get this task done. Instead of being like, well, how can I get this task done in a way that's good for me? Wearing inauthentic aura colors can be very, very exhausting. And the more you wear them, the less energy you have to put through to creating a life as you actually are. It's kind of like making a monkey row a boat. The monkey can row a boat. You can teach that monkey to row a boat, but they're much better at climbing a tree. So what are you doing like that in your life? 
that's that that's the question today. What in your life are you making harder for yourself? What tasks do you feel like you need to get done in a way that's not like you or authentic to you? And when I talk about tasks, it can be easier to kind of see yourself if you're, you know, in a work situation, what organization or being a manager or working in a group or working in a cubicle or whatever. Or you can think about tasks as how I'm a mother, how I'm a father, how I'm a friend, how I'm a spouse, how I'm in a relationship with myself. How am I doing it that's authentic or inauthentic to me? And how can I make the process of being who I want to be more authentic to me? So understanding where this inauthentic aura is, if there is one, and why you're wearing it can assist you with starting to make little choices to get you on different paths. When we go out into the world, we project what we feel we need to be in order to get by. That's super normal. That is, that's normal. And if that's different, though, than who we actually are, that's because of various variables in our own life. The only problem is it comes when, when we start confusing what that inauthentic energy is as who we actually are. And I see so many of you thinking that who you pretend to be is who you are. And, and that's, that's where a disruption and a disconnect between you and your higher self, you and your soul self can start to grow. So many reasons why we will put on inauthentic auras. And you can think of them as little masks. Why am I wearing this mask when I do this? Where am I, where am I wearing this mask when I do this? And I'm not talking about, okay, we're going out to eat at this place or meet new people. I'm talking about day-to-day activities, not the normal social stuff we do. Okay, I got to go be polite. I got to have my crap together today. Okay, I got to be social for 20 minutes. Okay, let's go. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like what you do on the daily that contributes to your sense of identity. But here's some reasons why we would wear an inauthentic aura color anyways. Programming, meaning just what society tells you you should be or shouldn't be, how you were raised, um, how much room you had in your childhood to be yourself versus be who you had to be or needed to be or were forced to be or for various purposes, self-beliefs. I, only good parents do this. Only good people do this. I need to do this or I'm bad. I need, you know, whatever that is. Fear of rejection. If I am who I really am, nobody will love me. Fear of what you think is true about you coming to light and being true. All right. Meaning basically like your insecurities. Like if they know that I don't know how to manage this office they're going to know that I don't know how to manage this office. (laughs) You know, like this is the, and then I'm going to feel stupid. And then everything I feel about my ego self telling me is true. And everything I heard growing up about me, myself is true. So I got to cover it up. I got to cover it up. Um, another reason why we can wear these inauthentic auras is you've just, you have a major over absorbency of how others perceive and view you. And so you're constantly controlling their perception um, if you're if you're sad or depressed, you can put on a mask that you're fine. If you're insecure about something, you can put on an inauthentic aura to project just a false confidence. If you're fearful, you can put on a color that can make other people see you as needing more care or being needy. 
if you're scared, you can put on an aura color, which is more authoritative so you can feel in control. I mean, there's lots of different reasons. And it's hard to even list them all because it's usually so individualized. So really, you just have to think about what am I scared of showing? Like, what am I most vulnerable about? What am I scared of? And then ask yourself, like, what you're doing to mask those things out in public, like in, in the, on the daily and the long term. And, and, you know, asking yourself, too, like, am I, have I built up my life around something that's not authentic to me? Like, is there a job or a relationship in my life that's super not authentic to me? You know, are there priorities in my life that aren't authentic to me, yet I'm killing myself and trying to achieve them? You have to ask yourself. When it's not fun anymore, what's happening here? Okay. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, those masks we wear for social acceptance, which is totally normal. Like I said, like you go out, we all have to act a certain way. You know what I mean? You know, we, we all, we all have to, you go to Target, you have to act a certain way. You walk in, you know, we have to be socially acceptable. That's, I'm not talking about that. And, and that's different. I'm talking about, um, what you do when you feel scared about not doing it. Okay, not because of a more healthy desire to fit in or be part of something. All right. Aura colors, I find, are obviously, <laughs> for me, the easiest way to figure out what your authentic self is and then go from there, which is what this whole podcast and everything I do is about. Um, but think about it. You know, people who are unapologically, unapologetically, themselves, they shine a bit more, sometimes negatively, sometimes positively, but they do stand out. And that standing out can be stressful. So a lot of us attempt not to stand out, especially if you're sensitive towards other people, other people's attention towards you because you're energetically absorbent. You might try not to stand out and being invisible is normal to you. And today we're talking about wearing inauthentic auras to go invisible, but I did do an episode of this podcast about your aura color being too much. And that's like the opposite of that. So sometimes you can lean super into your colors and be a little bit like too much. And sometimes you can lean 100% out of your colors and be an authentic aura colored. And that's what this episode's about. But if you want to listen to the too much one, it's episode 127. All right. So what do these inauthentic auras we wear mean? And why do we do this to ourselves? First off, when you are who you are, your aura does not feel inauthentic. It works for you, no matter what it is. Think about the, you know, certain celebrities. Some things we just excuse as, oh, that's their behavior. That's just who they are. Others we tend to come at more. I find this is why society tends to attack different people in the spotlight versus others doing the same thing and getting away with it. Some people who have a more authentic vibe about doing it versus the ones that don't, don't get attacked as much from the energetic collective, not you. I'm talking about energetically from the collective. Meaning when people are authentic, they actually fit in and, and, and they can make their own way and they're left alone to kind of thrive and grow in whatever way they're doing that. Um, when you have an inauthentic aura color, other people will notice it and you actually become a bigger target for a lot of different reasons. So... Today, let's talk about the different types of reasons, the different types of reasons why we wear inauthentic aura colors. I've been working with our next sponsor for about a week now, Copilot, and 
I wanted to update you. It has been amazing. So what is Copilot? Copilot's a personal training service. Uh, it provides me with personalized workouts tailored to my goals and the equipment that I have available to me. I get accountability and support from an actual real life person who I've had a video conference with and I'm talking to her again next week and we text daily, daily we text. And it's all about flexibility and my own goals. My goals are, these are my goals, to be inspired, more energy and to sleep better. And your goals can be whatever your goals want to be. And my personal trainer supports my goals. It's really about me now. I was like, maybe I shouldn't do it this week. Maybe I shouldn't start co-pilot this week. Why? Because the kids are going back to school and I know my week was going to be crazy and all over the place. But I'm, I'm like, you know what? What better time to start it? You know, life's always, there's always something. So I did. And the flexibility of my personal trainer with the co-pilot app, I mean, it's been amazing. I had to move workouts around, no problem. Okay. I was like, hey, I'm not going to be at the gym today. I'm going to be home. Oh, here's a personalized workout for home. I only have 12 pound weights. That's all I have at home. She's like, okay, here's a whole workout. And she made me a whole workout with 12 pound weights at home. When I tell you that this is doable, affordable, and fun, and no stress and no pressure, for me, that's everything I need out of this. So guess what? You get to try it too. And this is an incredible deal. So listen up. You're going to go to go to go.mycopilot.com slash know your aura to get a 14 day free trial with your own personal trainer. That's go.mypilot.com slash know your aura for a free 14 day trial of your own. Why do we wear inauthentic aura colors? So I went to psychcentral.com and because a lot of this, you could say inauthentic aura colors or you could say personality masks, I suppose. Um, And so I took some of the masks that they talked about that people wear (laughs) and I just associated the inauthentic aura colors with them because it's really kind of the same thing, I realized. Side note. A lot of this aura stuff really does correlate with mental health stuff. And I am not a professional, like, whatsoever, but I find it fascinating. I really find it fascinating. End of side note. Okay, so the first mask is, like, the martyr victim mask. Okay, so this is a big reason why we would wear an inauthentic aura color. So some people just cannot deal with the reality of their own personal responsibility. I've been there. Maybe you've been there. I'm sure you know somebody that's been there. Something happened and you just can't wrap your head around that. Okay. You you know, something happened. You don't want to deal with it because you know how bad it was. And you also don't want to go there and you don't want to hold the blame or whatever it is. You don't want to work on yourself. Remember, a lot of this comes down to we wear inauthentic aura colors because of our egos too. And our ego is the human part of us. That come, it comes along with being human. There's no getting rid of it. And the ego is not a bad thing. It keeps us alive. It also likes to keep you the same. So anything that requires personal responsibility, the ego hates. That's why when you get called out on something, you get that immediate feeling in your chest of like tightness or no, or defensiveness or however you are just sadness or just a freeze or however you personally respond to that. It doesn't feel good because your ego is like, don't change, don't change, don't change. Because if you see personal responsibility and you deal with it, you're going to change. You're going to spiritually and fundamentally change and it's good for you. But you don't have to do that if you wear the martyr or victim mask. (laughs) So 
There's no personality for the problems, and it's easier to just project them on the outside world instead. I wouldn't have had to lie about what happened if you weren't always attacking me. I wouldn't have to steal money from you if I didn't get what I needed, okay? I wouldn't have had to go talk to that other guy if you didn't, you know, have a conversation, if you weren't more romantic to me or whatever. Who knows? I mean, this is kind of like the thing. So... These are, I mean, it could be like other things too. Um, Everyone's mean to me. I got fired because everyone's mean to me, you know, stuff like that. So inauthentic blue tends to be kind of like the martyr victim mask. Like you're going to put on an inauthentic blue if you're going through that. If you're already blue, your blue might turn that color. <laughs> that's another, that's a whole other thing. But an inauthentic blue I can see on people if they're going through kind of a victimized moment in their life without actually being a victim. You know what I mean? There's a difference. Okay. So a lot of why me, how come, and this is like, it's a real vibe lower and um, you might get attention from people at first, but eventually people will pick it up because everyone reads energy. Okay, we all read energy. You can call it whatever you want. People read energy and then they start getting attacked. And then they create a a narrative of more victimization, more martyrdom in order to keep that inauthentic aura color afloat because it is energy to keep an inauthentic aura color going. You have to feed it and you have to do a lot more. It's like holding up a roof. And, and you're the pillar doing it. it. It's a lot of work and all your energy has to go into holding up something that's not even you. Instead of just accepting it, learning, and moving on. Okay, next mask we can wear um, is the bully mask. So why do people wear this? Uh, self-doubt. They've been abused. They're a fear of rejection. You know, if I'm if I keep people away... I'll reject them first so they don't reject me. Um, maybe you've, you know, this person's been hurt who wears the bully mask. They've been hurt. They're aggressive. They're kind of like a cornered dog, you know, that's just been hit and abused and is just expecting to get hit and abused. So they don't, they don't know when somebody kind is there. They're just going to snap at everyone. And, and they're mean. They're good at it. They're really good at being mean. So even the kindest person can have a really hard time connecting with them because they work really hard on making sure you don't connect so that they don't have to face the fear of you leaving. If you're never attached to me, I never have to lose you. And that's kind of a bully mask thing. Inauthentic red. I see a lot of people doing this who, you know, they're, they're actually really sensitive, sweet people, but they're wearing an inauthentic red in order to create that aggression, that false bravado, the the bark and the bite. Side note, when you're an authentic aura color, like an authentic red, you don't do that. Authentic red auras don't do that. But when you're inauthentic, it's like you take kind of like the surface attributes of that energy and you enhance them and turn up the volume on them. That's why it feels false. It feels wrong. And and that's why bullies fall so easy. What do they say? I mean, I was never good at this with bullies in my life, but what do they say about bullies? They say, give it back. Give it back to them. They're the most sensitive ones. Now that I have kids, I see that that's true. <laughs> Anytime that that's happened, 
telling the kids like, well, give it back to them. You know, as soon as you give it back to them, they back off because they're so scared. They're more scared than you are because they're actually really insecure, sad, broken people inside who are pretending to be tough, pretending to be tough. So yeah, inauthentic red. I'm in control here. You can't get me. Aggression. Bark, bark, bark. Then we have the humor mask. You ever meet somebody and they're always making fun of themselves. They're always putting themselves down, self-deprecation. They use humor and silliness to just prevent getting laughed at by others. It's kind of like that saying, if you say it, nobody else will. If you're laughing, they'll laugh with you, not at you. And in this way, these people really can hide their pain and continue not to deal with it, instead making it part of their personalities. I think we've all gone into the, we've all done this before. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. I'm so disorganized. Oh me, I don't know anything. I don't know how to do this. Or, oh, look at me. I know I'm so ugly. Oh my God, look at this. You know, our appearances or anything. Um, so when I see people doing this, it's kind of like an inauthentic blue color they'll be wearing. You're going to hear blue a lot. <laughs> inauthentic blue color. Hurt me because I deserve it is really is really the feeling. The, the, the humor mask is really a result of, and this, it, this reason for wearing inauthentic blue is such a low self-worth. It's such an indication of just a feeling of worthlessness that being made fun of by themselves and inviting it by others actually is a normal feeling for them. Okay, this is where I need to be. I have to be at this low vibe. This is, this is what I'm good for. Okay. I can make, and also making other people laugh is a way to use what you hate about yourself in a way that's at least beneficial for others at the expense of yourself and the expense of your vibe. So I'll see people with inauthentic blue doing that. I mean, how many readings have I had with people? I'm like, stop putting yourself down at work. Stop putting yourself down in front of your kids. You know, I see it on them. It's, it's teaching other people to do that too. It's also teaching other people to abuse you and you don't want to do that. You know, you don't want to teach other people to do that to other people through you as an example, especially if I see parents doing it and, and whatnot. So hurt me because I deserve it. That's the inauthentic blue with the humor mask reason. All right. Next one is the calm mask. This is when you bottle up feelings, you compartmentalize. You tune, you tone down your emotional responses. Emotions aren't worthy of anyone's attention, basically, is the message. You swallow them because you're not worth the trouble of others' dealings with your feelings. So I see this with inauthentic yellow with people. It's kind of like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm just going to be all business when if I have a feeling, I'm gonna swallow that, I'm gonna put it away. It's not worth talking about it. The message is, I'm fine. Don't ask about me. Don't care. I don't want to receive any of your attention. I'm not worth your attention. I'm not worth the help. Um, let's move on. Boom. I'm calm. You know, th these are the people too. And in, in they, they will put themselves in chaotic situations and be the, and be the calm one on purpose. I can, they show up at all the dramas and all the issues. Here, let me be the one that takes care of everything. Let me be the one that nobody cares about. Let me be the one that's just organizing all this. Use me, use me, use me. That's all I'm good for. And, and no, I'll do it all for you, but nobody asks how I am. 
They're basically like the indentured servants of everyone else's life. But, you know, they usually find themselves in relationships with people that will use them and will not ask about them or care about them. And then like when you wake up from it and you drop the inauthentic yellow, you're like, hey, why doesn't anybody care about me? It's like, oh, I wonder why, you know, because you were you were doing the work to keep that inauthentic aura color true, which means gathering people and situations and, and relationships and contexts that supported your need to be the calm one without feelings where nobody asks how you're doing. And I can see actual yellow people sometimes doing this too. The inauthentic yellow thing, it's something that's quite common, quite common. When your aura looks like this with the inauthentic yellow, sometimes you just look fried to me. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, in the microwave, if you're purple and like me and you don't clean the microwave a whole lot, there's always like a piece of food that's been microwaved like 4,000 times in there. And you're like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I know some of you are like, yeah, I know that piece of food in my microwave. That's what the calm mask people look like with their inauthentic yellow aura colors. They're just, they're fried. Like they've been in so many situations where they've swallowed their own emotions and reactions. Their energy is just like hard and crusty. It's just not good. The good thing about that is sometimes when you have inauthentic yellow like that and you're ready to get rid of it, it does just pop off. I think because it's just too crusty to stick on you. When you're actually yellow, you should go listen to that episode 127 when I talk about is your aura too much because that's that's kind of it's, it's kind of the same but a little different if you're actually actually yellow. It's a little harder to it's a little harder because you do have to you are like that slightly but not to that extreme and there's a way to find balance. Anyways, Okay, next one, the overachieving mask. So these are, this is the mask you wear. You're striving for perfection so as to receive outward praise, which honestly, at the end of the day, it's probably because you can't give yourself praise. So you're always striving for perfection to prove yourself. Your own feelings and self-worth are absolutely meaningless. It's only what others think that matters. I will see people doing this wearing inauthentic yellow and inauthentic green. This is, you know, you have to get the perfect grades. You have to be the perfect athlete. You have to have no problems. You have to look perfect. You have to know everything. You're never unsure. You're, you don't make mistakes. You don't fall. You don't fail. All that stuff. You, you live for people like, oh, I wish my daughter could be like her. Or how do you get it all done? You make it look so easy. How are you doing this? How are you doing that? And when I see this on people, they are so sad underneath that inauthentic aura color. There is just so much and they don't know how to fail and handle it. Because when you're wearing an inauthentic aura color, and especially this one, but all of them, what happens is, is you lose the ability to work your existing energies. So when something does happen and you want to start dealing with it authentically, you might get, you're my be like kicked back to 10 years old emotionally because you don't know how to work your actual abilities to deal with emotion and stress and failure or whatever it is because you only know how to work it through your inauthentic energies. I hope that makes sense. So when you lose an inauthentic aura color, you have to be patient with yourself because it might take you some time 
to get back on track into understanding how you authentically operate. So you got to be patient with yourself because it can be a little messy. And yes, when people lose an inauthentic aura color, their auras look raw and vulnerable and messy, but that's okay. That's okay. It's actually a good feeling. I said it once a long time ago, but it's true. When you take off an inauthentic aura color, it looks like <laughs> that first day after a nasty, like, you know, like when you were a kid and you used to scrape your knees and you'd put a Band-Aid on it. And then like a couple days later, you're like, all right, I got to take the, I got to take the Band-Aid off. It needs air. And you take it off and it's gooey. That's like what it looks like, your aura, but it's, it's good. You know, it's good. It's like, oh, it needs air. It just needs to toughen up. It's good. It's, it's okay. That's, but you got to be careful with it. You, you, you get my point. Next one, the controlling mask. All right. You need to strive for per- perfection of control. So these people are in charge of everything and get their feelings of worth and esteem from being the final say and the most important say. They're on a little power trip here. They can't handle being questioned at all or having a conversation about their choices. Their own security of self depends on this fragile power trip. Like they they can't handle somebody being like, hey, why did you make that choice? <gasps> like right away, like if you say something to one of these people, like you could, you've definitely had a boss like this. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right now. At some point in your life, you've had a boss like this <laughs> and you might've been like, you knew if you were like, Hey, you made a mistake on the schedule. Instead of that being just a normal conversation, somebody who's wearing an inauthentic aura color, like the controlling mask reason why they're going to freak out on you because they didn't hear a simple problem with a simple solution they heard you saying you're stupid and you can't do this job because really that's what they feel inside so i'll see this with inauthentic red colors inauthentic yellow sometimes inauthentic blue if they're in a management position and they truly can't handle it because then they're like you're victimizing me by asking me a very simple question (laughs) so and again authentic aura color people don't act like this. It's like when you have an inauthentic aura color, you're very touchy. Um, okay. The socializer mask. This is the a person who like, I don't, they just blend in, man. They blend in with anyone. Totally masks their insecurity. Who do you want me to be? Who do you want me to be? I'll be that person. They have just acquaintances and no real friends conversations do not go deep. If they do go deep, all of a sudden they're saying exactly what you say. And I'm going to tell you something. This is what I call chameleon green, which is an inauthentic aura color, but it is such a problem that I had to just name it chameleon green because I want to say inauthentic aura colors. People feel, I feel it's like, um, how do I put this? Chameleon green feels more like a choice. Inauthentic aura colors feel more like survival. All right. And inauthentic aura colors, we've all had a moment with one of them or two. Chameleon green, not, most people don't have moments with these. But if you've met a chameleon green, a lot of times they say everything you want to say and then they poof gone. And you're like, where'd this person go? They said they do all these things. They agreed with me. We really connected and they just disappeared. They said everything I wanted to hear and then they left chameleon green. I've talked about them a little in the past. How I see it in my readings a lot are are 
relationships. Like you meet somebody and they're totally like they seem perfect for you and then they just disappear or they flake out. But I mean, you can meet this. You have to be careful with these people. Like they can, they make really big promises to you. Like, so if you want to, oh, I'm going into business with this person. If they're chameleon green, they just said, they said a lot of things that they believe themselves, but then they just disappear. So these people have incredible insecurity and they rely completely on what you think of them to forge their identity. So they have to jump from person to person to person in order to keep their identity fresh and new and optimistic because deep down they feel if somebody really got to know them, they'd see what a failure they are inside and how how they feel about themselves truly. And then that would become their identity, a failure. So they rely a lot on first impressions. Right after this, I'm going to talk about two masks that people will wear without inauthentic colors. If you've been listening to the podcast a while, you know that I sing the praises of Osea quite often, and they are our sponsor for today's episode, and they are offering us a rare opportunity to try their best seller's body care set at a reduced price. Now, this body care set is something I traveled with this summer because it's that good. I never want to skip a day in my routine using it, and it includes all my favorite things, especially their TikTok famous Andaria LJ body oil. When I tell you that once you use this body oil, you will never go back. I am not kidding. I have not gone back. It also includes their Andaria LJ body butter, which is amazing, plus their ultra-rich anti-aging body balm and their salts of the earth body scrub, which you just have to try to comprehend it. Like words just don't do that product justice. This set makes my body my skin feel good. I mean, it's self-care. That's the first thing. It is a leveled up self-care and my skin feels silkier, softer, and glowier. And this set has a value of $78, but right now you can get it for only $52 at oseamalibu.com. That's an incredible 33% savings. And as a special treat for our listeners, you'll get an additional 10% off when you use our code. So this summer, get glowing, healthy skin, with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And don't miss this rare opportunity to try Osea's best sellers body care set for 33% off and 10% off your first order site wide with code KYA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to Osea, O-S-E-A, malibu.com and use code KYA for 10% off. These are kind of exceptions to the rule. So they're not exactly an inauthentic aura color. They're kind of like what the, these aura colors do that are kind of inauthentic to them. Let me explain. And it'll make more sense. Okay. So let's talk about the self-bashing mask. Um, it's a little different than the humor one. The self-bashing one is putting oneself down constantly in order to deflect the conversation around one's misgivings and failures. So purples do this. Purples do this a lot. Um, they like to talk about how they screwed up, how they quit, how they left, how they purple bombed something, how they totally exploded their life. And they, they almost kind of, um, they know they're bashing themselves, but they also kind of talk about it like a glory tale a little bit. 
And really why they do this is deep down, they feel like they deserve punishment from other people for what they've done. Like in, in some way, they feel really bad about it. So they want other people to also tell them how awful they are. And it kind of feeds their identity of self. What's really crazy about all of us, and I see this over and over again, I see it with myself too, is that it's like you just want to be right. I think the ego wants to be right so much. It doesn't care. If your ego tells you you're bad, you want to hear that you're bad. If your ego tells you that you're good, you want to hear that you're good. If your ego tells you you're a victim, you want to hear that you're a victim. Whatever it is that you have built this narrative with your ego about, it's like you need to go find it around you so that you feel correct. Feeling correct is probably the main motivator of the ego. Like, And looking for information to solidify that for you makes you feel safe even if it's not and 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 the way out of it is being like I don't want to feel that way anymore I don't I just want to be real I don't want to be right I want to be real how do I get real so when purples do this self-bashing thing it's kind of a way to yeah I know I aren't I terrible aren't I crazy aren't I dramatic aren't I a mess because that's my identity I've heard it my whole life so I need to continue it so that it feels correct to me And the last one would be the avoidant mask, withdrawal into self for fear of rejection or judgment. So this is like avoiding saying anything because you just don't trust yourself to say anything interesting or or anything that people won't jump on or avoiding being around people in general. There's like no trust in yourself to make social connections anymore. There's no trust in yourself that people are going to like you for you. So you just poof, disappear. And there's this fear of being shunned by people. So you shun them first. And I noticed that turquoises and indigos do this. And it's, again, kind of, I'll do this to myself because I don't want to feel at risk of knowing what deep down I feel could be true come to light. And, And the other thing is with with all of us, what I feel like we do is, or, or is our filters. Like we all live in the same world, but we have different filters. And there's a lot of different filters. You know, if I went and lived in any other different body, I'd have a different experience. Filters can be lots of different things, you know, gender and race and socioeconomic and location, all sorts of things, history, climate, time, all that. But auras are another filter. And if I myself am purple indigo, I'm going to see things differently than somebody who is red blue. And we could be looking at the same thing. We could be having the same conversation with somebody and take it completely different. So understanding that about yourself can allow you to have some perspective. How am I viewing it versus how is somebody else viewing it? And also what is truth and what does it matter if I am who other people need me to be or not? And what are my motivations here? So having these deep little conversations with yourself through aura colors, is just a way to get deeper. It's a way to self-discover. It's a way to drop any inauthentic colors that you might be carrying right now. Because I'm telling you, even though you have that raw, gooey feeling after dropping your inauthentic aura colors, you also feel very calm 
in another way, very peaceful. You feel like aligned with truth and that's authenticity. So what do you do? How do you start being you in this moment? And some of this might be a little cliche and some of this might be a little simple, but that's sometimes simple cliche things are cliche for a reason because they work and you just need to kind of connect to it for it to work for you. So hopefully you do this now. So let's go through it. First thing is stay open. Your ego doesn't like you to hear things and it will give you those negative reactions when you do hear things. (laughs) So with that in mind, stay open. I don't mean expose yourself to abuse. I mean, expose yourself to ideas, pick up a different book, listen to a friend, what they tell you, watch TV that's formative for you, do something that you would have avoided in the past because you don't want to hear certain things. Go to therapy. You know, these things are part of staying open. You know, it may hurt your ego if it resonates with a part of you you're trying to cover up. Actually, if something bothers you, you can flip it and be like, hey, thanks. I just know where I have a wound now. Let me go work on that. It may just be also upsetting to hear someone say someone you don't agree, something that you don't agree with. Like, I don't agree with what you just said. And, and when we hear things that we don't agree with, sometimes we can get really upset. Our egos can get really upset because, again, we, we always want to be right, you know. But it's okay if somebody doesn't agree with you. You can just be like, okay. It's okay if somebody doesn't say something that you don't agree with. You don't, it's not your job to do anything. You just, just okay, okay, okay. Um, It really can't hurt you, just your ego. So just start being open to listening to things without giving commentary right away or even forming an opinion to yourself other than just, ooh, that bugged me. I'm going to have to think about why. Next step, be vulnerable. You are way stronger when you're emotionally open. Society and your ego will tell you to cover up all your emotions and vulnerability, that they're messy. And they make you weak and they put a target on your back. But honestly, inauthentic aura colors show up when you are doing just that. The way to be authentically you is to be vulnerable, is to be emotionally open. And emotions are raw at times. And they're very new if you haven't allowed them yet into the world to practice and to work as they they need to. But they need to get out there to practice your own authenticity. So being vulnerable with yourself sounds like, hey... What do I feel right now? How did that interaction I just had affect me? What am I so scared of right now? Do I want to do that? Why do I want to do it? Why do I not want to do that? And honestly, get used to giving yourself days to form opinions or to think about things. You don't, you don't have to make decisions now. You, you can wait. You can wait on anything. Next thing is listen to yourself. You have every answer you need inside of you. Listen to this again. Everything is inside of you. Your authentic self is already inside of you. There is no exploration outside of you where you find it. It's already in there. It's just covered up by a lot of nonsense. You know, all the stuff we've talked about, programming and self-beliefs and all that kind of stuff. Your authentic self will come out. Just give give yourself space and the answers will come with who you are 
and then they'll make themselves known. And it's really interesting. It's just kind of one day you're like, yeah, I don't care about that anymore. Or, yeah, now I do want to do that. And you can be very clear. It just can take, it can take some time. Another thing is to be self-aware. Consider why you're acting so strongly or so passively to different situations, conversations, and people. If you find yourself avoiding, if you find yourself being confrontational, if you find yourself sad, just ask yourself why. Self-reflect. When am I happy? When was I happy? What was happening? Who was there? Who wasn't there? Ask yourself deep questions. Here's the deal. You have to be your own best friend. Yeah, you are your own best friend. Another cliche thing, but that is true. The more you understand that you are your own best buddy is when major authenticity shows up. Why? Because now that you already have the acceptance of your own best friend, which is you, you're not out there seeking it in any other way. So talk to yourself. Give yourself happiness. Ask yourself, what music do I want to listen to today? What do I want to do today? What don't I want to do today? Even if you have to do the thing that you don't want to do anyhow, because that's life, at least be honest with yourself. You know, I don't want to go to work today, but here I go. I'm going, but I'm honest and I validate and I take, and I'm giving myself space that it's okay to have that feeling. That's how you're your own best friend. Self-esteem. Last one. How much more can you love yourself today? Since you're your own best friend, how can you treat yourself? How can you make yourself laugh? How can you be kind to you? This doesn't always have to involve a pedicure and a manicure somewhere. You don't have to spend money. You know what I mean? It can just be, what can you say no to? What can you say yes to? What's one tiny thing you can do to show yourself love? And not, sometimes it's just how you talk to yourself. When, when you... Instead of punishing yourself or using self-deprecating language in your head, oh, how can I rephrase that and give yourself a chance to do it? And then thank yourself for that space and that growth. These things take time, but you got the time, you know, you do, you got the time. And the, the most awesome thing I think about <laughs> in authentic oracles is when you know it's there, it's shaken. It can't stay there very much longer. Awareness pops it right off of you. So awareness is your best friend. Where can you give yourself awareness today? Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So one more great way to practice just being your authentic self is being around people that really get you and accept you and take you as who you are. And over at the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook group, this is what we do. So come on over and share your stories with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I know I'm, as everyone knows, yes. I'm very spiritually awakened. Oh, yes. I'm a We've established. I, 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 yes. You're the guru. And I'm also skeptic, mm. skeptical about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing I was skeptical about was when we did, I forgot the number of the episode. Do you not have the number of the episode? Yeah, episode 131, 131, Speaking Your Truth. Yeah, and it was about your chakras. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to say, I didn't, you know, I didn't get it. And, you know, you, you talk about it sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes you do, and people yeah. talk about their chakras with me. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of, like, roll my eyes at them a little bit. Yeah, okay, my chakras. Yeah, you even right, did a yeah, whole history a... lesson on chakras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like, oh, I got to open these chakras. You know, how yeah. many are there? 27, 7? I don't know how many there but, you know, everyone says there's a different number, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those things I 
I'm still on the, I was on the fence on, mm-hmm. but no longer. Yeah. I'm not on the fence with the chakras oh, anymore. Oh, tell me. So I, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode, I watched this show with Abby called Avatar. Yes. It's, it's on a Netflix. cartoon. It was, it used to be on Net, Nickelodeon and then oh. it was on Netflix. It's yeah. a cartoon, three seasons. Great. It's a great show. It's yeah, a cartoon. It's a great show. You really love it. Really love it. Like you really do. No, but yeah, we love the show. <laughs> right. I watch it with Abby. I don't watch it alone. I think you would though. I, well, some people do. No. I, well, a yeah, lot of our MMSFers like the show. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a cartoon, but, and there is a live version, but nobody liked that. Mm-mm. But watch the cartoon if you can, especially, I think like, I think it'd, it'd be a good show for like turquoises. Turquoises. It, it deals with all the elements. Yeah. Uh, fire, water, wind, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so... And they do, they, they will mention like auras a lot on it, yeah. like, but one episode they mentioned the chakras and the avatar needed to go into the avatar state, which is okay. like when he can control all the elements of the earth Whoa. and he didn't know how to do it. Uh-huh. So he had to go to a guru and the guru <laughs> taught him that, t- told him that he had to open his seven chakras, chakras to go into the avatar state. And he, ex- the, the guru explained it real well. <laughs> we should, we should how and, did he explain it? Well, he, exp- he explained it like the chakras, there are seven of them. It's like a flow of energy through the body. But yeah. you use this example like a river. And if you take like a river and you put like rocks like to stop the flow of the current, yeah. then it stops the energy flow. Uh-huh. And then so you got to kind of open up that those rocks so that the, it can flow downstream, yeah. like, you know, like a path. And, you know, and then he showed him how to open all seven chakras. And I was like, yes, I, I, I believe in this now. I totally believe in like, the chakras. Click, click, click. It all clicked. I believe in the chakras. I was, I was like in yoga today. I was trying to get my energy to go. I'm going to open. I have to open them myself. I'm not yes. going to let anyone open them for me. All right. I'm opening my own you chakras. You can open your own chakras. Yeah. Calm no down. one's touching my chakras. All right, Scott. Like a, no one's taking off your belt at the TSA yeah, and no, no one's, one's touching touch, your chakras. No one's touching my chakras. <laughs> and I, yeah, actually even the pronunciation you know, in the in cartoon. Yeah. Chakras. Chakras. So, so really cool. Like, I, and I, yeah, I believe in them. Okay. I actually believe it exists and I understand it now. Like it's this energy. You, like, if one of your chakras is blocked or mm-hmm. something, it's not going to flow through the rest of you. Yeah. So it's going to stop in my, and I, I'm thinking like in the thinking process, it would stop your, like your, your thinking process. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Really, really neat. Yeah. So I am a total believer from the cartoon avatar. That's great. It showed me that, that I now believe in chakras. So that's another way to broach the subject with a partner that might not be yes. as into it. Just right. have them watch Avatar. And they talk about or- auras in that too. Like yes. Like your aura is muddy, they'll say. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, I do. You guys always like to show that one. Well, I – okay. <laughs> now, okay, so, this is the last thing for today. Okay. But I'm going to pull one on you right now. Oh, my okay. God. So le- if you listen to last week's episode, okay. if you haven't, go download it right now. <laughs> but if you – over time, sure. If you listen to last week's episode, Mystic Michaela got upset with me because I forgot that if she's in spirit, yeah. that she's going to send me a three-legged dog. That's right. Okay. And you were very upset that I forgot that. Yeah. You probably could feel it through the, through the episode. There was a little tension going on. I was on. upset. And I truly did Because I feel like you're going to forget again. Okay. But I got one for you. Oh, all right. Okay. And if you, and if you get this, I take everything back. <laughs> oh, and you're, my God. You're, you're the goddess. So <laughs> stressful. Okay. 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 Apocalypse. If there's oh. an apocalypse. Rock Creek, Ohio. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that? Right. <laughs> Got you. I got you. I got you, Rufo. 
I've been holding that all week long. Because at the end of the last week's episode, I'm like, we have to, you got to explain to people that are inside okay. jokes that go back to 1999. Oh God. They got like the fullest real reaction yes. from the, that I've ever had on the, the episode. <laughs> but this is an inside joke that goes back. Okay. You want to tell so, it or you want yeah, me? Yeah, okay, I'll start it. I, you know, I'll tell it bad and you fix it up. Okay. So, over time. Okay, so back, we used to live in Buffalo. Yeah. And we had, if there was ever an apocalypse... I got to get okay, the time and do. place. All right. All right. It was 2001. Go. Okay. And nobody had cell phones. <laughs> and it was right around September 11th. Right. And Scott lived in Long Island and I lived in Buffalo. Right. And I couldn't get a hold of him for like, I don't know if you guys remember, but you couldn't get a hold of people in New York for like two, three days straight. Uh, the phone lines weren't working. And I was just calling Long Island and the phone lines weren't working. And afterwards, I was like, you know, Scott, we should really have a plan if there's some sort of crazy apocalypse. I mean, you live on an island, you know, like if there's some, because we were long distance, if there was some crazy apocalypse, like where are we going to meet up? We should just know if we're not talking to each other, we should meet in one spot that's probably safe. And then we opened up a map together and it was probably you that picked it out. Rock Creek, Ohio. You're like, let's get here. And you showed me all the ways I could get there. (laughs) And that was our, that was our meeting spot. But we didn't talk about it for like maybe, oh my God, I want to say 15 years we no, haven't mentioned it we haven't mentioned it years Mm-mm. and i'm like and it's, it's south of cleveland so it's close to buffalo it's, not, it's like maybe two hours from yeah buffalo. so i figured that'd be good so for there you. i'm the better spouse You're wow welcome. you know I, I love you more for two weeks <laughs> yeah no i i'm bowing down to you oh my god this is amazing you win everything oh, i feel so whatever good whatever you want this weekend it's yours yes. I mean, anything you want it's yours yes i want but a milkshake from steak and cheese you got it fine you have two <laughs> yes. you get two it's so weird because, like, at the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, I gotta get her back. And I'm like, she's never gonna remember. Okay, I'm like, where's that? And I didn't know. It took me, you know how long it took me to remember? I actually had to go to a map of Ohio. Because oh, really? I knew it was in Ohio. I can't believe that you even remembered we had a spot. No, yeah. I'm like, what was that place again? Oh, crap. Rocky. And I actually had to go through all the towns in Ohio. For real? Yeah, and I found oh, it. Okay. And I'm like, oh, Rock Creek. Okay. And that's, right. and so, I was like, yeah, I even wrote on this thing so I didn't forget it. <laughs> Because I'm like, I'm going to forget it again. And all week long, I'd be like, I'm going to get her this week. I'm going to yeah, get her at the end of the podcast. I'm going to call over time, and I'm going to get her. And, and you didn't get me. You, did you read my mind to get that? You no, I knew that. I've always known that. You, you don't think I would know that? Like, that's a really – we should have an updated one oh, yeah, because we're in Florida too far now. Away. All right, I so know. we have to come up with an updated right, place you to you got to figure it out. I have to tell the kids. In time of apocalypse – I'm always with you. Yeah, but let's say, this, is, this is in <laughs> we're case we together get split. Now. If we get split. Okay. We have the place that we're going to meet if there's an apocalypse. And, okay. I, and everyone, all our listeners, you guys should come up with a place too. And maybe we actually could post that. Like apocalypse meeting spots? Yeah. We, maybe we should have a Mystic McCallum's <laughs> virtual family apocalypse <laughs> meeting spot. Yeah. Okay. If there's an apocalypse, I've thought about this. Okay. We definitely need to have form a commune. Okay. Like the rest of the world, it's going to be dog eat dog. It's going to be right. like, um, it's going to be in any end of the world flick, like Walking yeah. Dead. It's yeah. going to be like Negan. It's going to be like yeah. those scary okay. complexes in, um, what's that HBO Max one with the zombie mushroom zombies. It's going to be like that. Okay. So we need to know each other because we're going to be the normal commune. Right. So we need a spot where if there's an apocalypse, we all come together and we form a normal society where we don't, you know, all like, right. like eat each other. I'll, maybe I'll put a poll up next week in, okay. in the group. No, I'm not with couple, joking. With a couple spots. This is really possibly the best idea we've ever had. Yeah. I'm thinking somewhere nice, too, though. Like, <laughs> we, you know, we got to get out of Florida. That's for Are we because... surrounded by water or no? What do you think? Well, we, you know, we, we got need, a lot we of need, aura colors here to, to, to We need the with. greens. We need the greens. 
we need a sustainable climate something where we can like grow things they're gonna know this stuff already okay but we also want to go like a place where (laughs) no one really might want to go well that too yeah maybe like we can't go to west virginia because this is when the mothman's gonna shine so that's out Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like Canada? Rolling Hill. Oh, no, it's too far. Okay. Rolling Hills, Not for Kentucky the Canadians. or something. Okay. Yeah, we got to get out of Florida. That's the first thing. You can't stay in Florida. <laughs> There's too many Florida men running around. Get out. That's the first place you got to leave. You leave Florida. That's first. Leave. Right. Leave. Tom Brady will still be here doing something. All right. Okay. Yeah, something perfect. No, no. All right. So this is. Yeah. This is the real reason to join the MMSF. <laughs> Because we're gonna we're gonna have the spot where the commune will be. Yeah. Where normal people will meet. Right. Okay. And we'll form the new society. All right. We'll figure that out. For On you. that note. Okay. <laughs> aren't you glad you listened today that you know you can be part of that now? All right. This podcast is for you and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.